today's topic is called, are you married to your job? And I think most people think that, you know, this is applies to high achievers, people who just can't stop working. It, it's yeah. not just about that. It's about people who don't even like their jobs. I mean, if you're walking around when you're finished with your work and you're complaining about your work, you're married to your job. I'm sorry, operator. I can't hear you. Hey, I'm talking here, dude. Ah. <laughs> hey, folks. Steve Rizzo here, and welcome to Hey, I Am Talking Here. I'm talking here. I'm talking right here. This is a show about empowerment. This is a show that I uh, guarantee you can not only take you to a better place personally, but professionally, and in my view, that is the ultimate, the ultimate success. And this show is brought to you by The Bob Project and, of course, Conversations with Bob. Conversations with Bob is a book that took me eight years to write. It's finally out. This power has the answers to all of your questions and solutions to all of your problems. All you need to do is to learn how to connect with it and communicate with it in the book, Conversations with Bob, shows you how. And I'm uh, very sure, I'm pretty certain, I'm very certain actually that I think after you've read that book from cover to cover, you will have a, a profound understanding as to how much power you really have over every aspect of your life. I'm not bragging. I'm simply stating the way it is. Did I say simply? Simply. I can make a mistake. I simply am stating the way it is. And right now, it's my pleasure to introduce to you my team, my man, my main people. We have my tech guy my director and my producer, Bruce, why don't you show yourself? Yeah, so last week on another show, um, Scott McKean was telling, telling us a great story, and he was talking about the difference between training and education. Ah. And I know, I know he, he loves this line, but the difference is, so you've got a 16-year-old daughter, would you rather have her go to sex education or sex training? And let me, uh, without any further ado, let me bring up uh, the one and only, my co-host, Eric. Eric the Bam Man. I, I got. I love the intro with Pee Wee Herman. And and I have to tell you, the, what I love about Pee Wee Herman is we used to make fun of his suits and those small little Italian suits. And you you know, Steve, you know, because we've been talking about it, I love The Bachelor on Monday nights, right? I know yeah. Oh, we, yeah. We, we, we call each other during the show on Mondays. That's what all these dudes, all these young dudes now are wearing those suits with the little short pants, and and it's kind of crazy. We made fun of that stuff back in the day. And a lot of them had their Pee Wee Her Herman haircut, too. Yeah. It's a little thing in the front there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I'm excited for the show. Uh, you know, we've talked about it over the last couple of weeks, and I'm excited to kind of, you know, get into this and, and kind of talk about work-life balance a little bit and what that looks like, because I know you've got a lot of insight. And so I think it's, it's time for this, the Rizzo memo. It actually it it is, and then we will discuss after the Rizzo memo. Thanks, thanks, Eric. <laughs> the Rizzo memo. Memo. Rizzo memo. 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 Lately, lately, hot off the presses. Lately, lately, I have been hearing a lot of people complaining that they're overwhelmed and stressed out over their jobs. And one way to handle this, to be honest with you, is simply take time off and do something that lifts your spirit, that makes you feel better. Why not? You deserve it, don't you? Unfortunately, though, there are those who insist that they can't afford to take time out from their jobs and careers. But in actuality, when you think of the consequences, you really cannot afford 
not to. Listen, taking time off is not a waste of time. It's a recharging of your inner battery. This year, I've been working diligently on a variety of new projects. I've been going crazy, especially because of the pandemic and trying to catch up. And these past few weeks, I noticed that I was feeling very, very anxious. And my optimistic attitude was slowly dissipating. I felt like I wasn't really reaping the fruits of my, of my labor fast enough. I had serious doubts that I ever would. And it was obvious to me that the door to the negative zone was wide open and I was about to walk in. And I wasn't going to let that happen because of what I do for a living. So I decided to take, and I, and I did this and it worked. And this is why I'm sharing this with you. I decided to take a three-day weekend off from work, free from emails, cell phones, text messages. In other words, I was putting my entire career on temporary hold. And I promised myself that I wouldn't make any decisions regarding my new projects. And I didn't. I didn't at all. My only goal was to engage in activities that would make me feel good. And that's exactly what I did. And within those three days, folks, I read a book. I spent quality time with friends and family members. Uh, I, I took long walks on the beach by myself. I looked at classic movies. Now, this might sound a little boring or unproductive or, you know, something that's just not what you would do. But to me, these things are the things that nourish my soul. And everyone has those things that nourish them so, their souls. And somewhere along the way, though, I, I lost sight of that. And I had to bring it back. Taking time off was very refreshing, to say the least. And it made me realize that I was blowing most of my concerns out of proportion. And I think that was the biggest benefit of it. I simply got caught up, and we all do from time to time. This special timeout gave me the positive energy that I needed to move forward with clarity and confidence. Now, I'm not asking anyone, I don't want you to think this, I'm not asking anyone to run away from your responsibilities at work, not at all. I'm suggesting that simply you step away from time to time. When you allow yourself to step away from the worry and the chaos that so often comes with success, you're not quitting. You're not quitting at all. You're simply connecting to a part of you that always, always brings out the best in you. And one more thing. When you eventually decide to go back to work, don't be surprised when new insights to the very problems that were causing you stress suddenly begin to reveal themselves as opportunities. And that, my friends, is the Rizzo Memo. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, you know, I I love that. I love this whole conversation. We're bad sometimes as Americans uh, of just recharging our batteries and being okay with it. You know, yeah. I, we, you and I talked last week or was week four about th there's an old uh, Zig Ziglar quote about American workers that when we're at work we're too busy thinking about being at home, and when we're at home we're too busy thinking about being at work. And if we would just focus, yep, you know, just focus for four, five, six hours, not even eight just four, five, six hours and really, just really get after it. I, I think it's amazing how much more work we'd probably accomplish if we did that. And, you know, one of the, uh, one of my thoughts over the last couple of years is you hear the term, you know, work-life balance. And I think yeah. it's, it's really more work-life integration because, because of, because of this and the world we live in now with this and oh, yeah. this doesn't go away. And you've got it, you've got to find your times to get away from it, like you talked about, take a three-day week and pull you back. Have, yeah. You have to force yourself to do it. And I, I don't yeah. want people to understand this. And that that's that's so that's such a, a a poignant thing to say because today's topic is called 
Are you married to your job? And I think most people think that, you know, this is applies to high achievers, people who just can't stop working. It, it's yeah. not just about that. It's about people who don't even like their jobs. I mean, if you're walking around when you're finished with your work and you're complaining about your work, you're married to your job. Yeah. And if you're at the dinner with friends and you're having a nice conversation and all this one person keeps talking about is his job, the chances are this person, this man, this woman is married to their job. And and people need to know that we get so caught up today in trying to make a living that we're forgetting what it's like to live. There yeah. are other aspects of our life. I call them ingredients that make up the recipe who who we are. And sometimes people get so caught up in in the stuff that they don't realize until they get to a point where they're saying something's missing. And, I, and I'll give you an example. A couple of years ago, I was uh, speaking in, um, I was a keynote speaker in Hawaii for a major corporate company. I don't like the name, the name of the companies. And uh, there was one guy there. He was in his late 20s and he was voted salesman of the year. Three years in a row. Okay. Damn. And I had a long talk with him. We sat at the bar together. We're drinking wine. And uh, I looked at him. I said, what's up? And he, when he said, what? I said, you just, you seem a little uneasy. He goes, Steve, he goes, I got, I got to tell you, I was listening to what you were saying today and it resonated and it struck a chord. And I said, well, you're, you're, you're really successful. You just won this thing three years in a row. And he goes, I'm successful, but I don't feel fulfilled. And I just looked at him. I said, well, that's a heavy statement to make. I said, well, what do you mean? He goes, something's missing. And I allowed him to talk. I said, what is it? And he said, I, I don't know. It's I said, you do know. Think about it. What's missing? What is it that you love in your life? When, as simple as it may seem that you're not doing. And it, it just hit him. And he got pretty emotional. He goes, my communion with nature is, is absolutely gone. He said, I... I used to appreciate a wonderful sunrise and sunset. I used to meditate and pray as the sun was rising. He said, I don't, I can't remember the last time I enjoyed doing that. He goes, I have a mountain bike that I've never used. I used to go on the dirt roads on weekends, but now I'm bringing my work home with me on the weekends. He goes, and I said, so I believe, and I'm making a long story short here. I, I, I said, I believe you have the answers within you somewhere. And I said, it's not a matter of pushing yourself to do something. It's a matter of shifting your balance. It's all you have to do. I said, I bet you, if you sit down and think and talk to that part of yourself that has all the answers to all of your questions and solutions to your problems, the answer will come to you. It yeah. was about a month and a half later. He, he, uh, he emailed me. He asked if I can have the phone number. We called. He talked to me. And he said, wow. It was so simple, man. I couldn't believe it. I was able to balance my life and still do what I needed to do to become the top salesperson. And it was just a matter of taking a three-day weekend once a month, getting up an hour early to appreciate the sunrise and to do the meditation and to prom promise himself if he did take something home for the weekend, it would only be a half-day thing on a Saturday or a Sunday. And that would be it. And he felt like he got his life back. So it's not a big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. And one of the things that I told you was there's a stat out there that if if you and I met each other for the first time, and let's say we're sitting at a hotel bar, and there's a seat, a bar still in between us, that, that one of us will say to the other within three minutes, so what do you do? And we instantly say, 
well, I'm a comedian or I'm a, I'm a motivational speaker. I write, but I'm an author. I say, well, I'm in the pizza industry. And we don't say, you should see me father or yes. you should see me be a freaking yes. husband. We, yep. we, we don't, we don't say I'm the best Christian on the planet. We don't, we, we don't, we don't talk about that stuff because we, so much of our life is defined by what we do because we sense, spend so many hours doing it. Yeah. We, that we, we do tend to like you were that story you're talking about. We tend to almost step away from the stuff that we know is our true North and what's important to us. Yeah. And you, and, know? And you know what happens to us too? I think sometimes my, one of my favorite sayings is, um, Time has a cruel way of saying, I told you so. Yeah. And, and sometimes you reach a certain age. And uh, I, I I don't know if I told you the story before. And if I did, I don't give a shit. I'm going to tell you anyway. Tell it again, baby. I was with a friend of mine at a bar in uh, Palm Springs. And a very, very important guy. He's on all the news channels as an expert in his field. And he was in his mid-70s. And uh, I said, man, I said, you just, you've done it all. And he goes, yeah, yeah. And I could always read people. I mean, I just, I could tell. And it was like the conversation I have with the guy who was salesman uh, for the year for, of the year for three times. And uh, I said, hey, what, what's up? What's up? He goes, I just feel I miss too much. And he goes, yeah. I, it's time that I'll never get back. And he got pretty emotional. I said, well, w- what do you mean? He said, well, you know, I, I miss my daughter's dance recitals. I miss my son's Little League games. I miss, I miss yeah. so, so much. I said, but. But, you know, sometimes there's a sacrifice. I said, look at you. You're well known on all the news channels. And I said, these are things that needed to be. And he stopped me. He said, no. As I look back now, I realized I didn't need to do all that. I didn't need to get on a plane and go here. I didn't. There were some things I could have said no to. And I know I could have. And I still would have reached the same status, I think. He goes, but I just got caught up on who I thought I was that now who I know I am and I'm looking back and I missed so much and I'll never get that time back. Yeah. Listen, I, one of the things that bothers me sometimes when, you know, and I listen to a lot of most motivational stuff, it's the way I'm wired and, and you'll, you'll hear, hear people say, well, if you hate your job, quit. Well, that's not realistic for, yeah. for Americans. Right. But I will tell you, if you hate your job, you truly hate your job. What's the plan to find something new? And, and one of the things I would say, if somebody's watching this and, and they say, I absolutely hate my job, all right? What happens is a lot of people go to LinkedIn to go find a new job. Well, what they should do is while they're at their current job, they should jump on LinkedIn and be posting every day about what they're doing, what their successes are, because two things happen. Number one, when we talk about our successes at our job or with our children or with our spouse, we actually tend to become more engaged to it and, and enjoy it because we realize that we are successful. And B, what happens is other people that are watching us and see what we're posting and what we're talking about, wow, that guy's that guy does a good job. That guy does a good job. And I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out one other thing. If you're a little stagnant, like you don't hate your job, but but work is a little stagnant and you've got an office, and this sounds so cheesy, right? This sounds stupid cheesy, but you remember being a little kid and you and your mom walked into your room and she's like, What are you doing? I'm rearranging. Like, go to work tomorrow and rearrange your whole office. Turn your desk, put it this way. Turn everything around because chances are 99% of people walk into their office and they they can close their eyes and not even think about it. 
change it. Change the way you drive to work. Change the coffee shop you might hit. Change, you know, where you where your office is. Hell, go sit in the conference room and change change it up. And just sign. Sometimes just that little change makes all the difference in the world. You, you hit a very basic point of psychology, and that's true because some people don't like their jobs because they don't realize they're caught in a rut. They have created a habit not only at work. They get up the same time. They put the coffee on at the same time. They turn on the news at the same time. They sit in bed under the covers with the coffee cup at the same time, the same channel. They get up, they take a shower. And this this stuff can destroy the human spirit. And it can actually make you think that you don't like your job that much because you're doing the same thing. Some people have been doing it for 20, 20 years or so. Change it up. But you can't break it unless you're aware that something's wrong. And that's the key. You have to become aware, you know, and ask yourself questions. Well, I'm unhappy. Then ask yourself why, because another part of you will answer that question. You got to get in tune with that part of yourself, the Bob part of yourself. As a matter of fact, speaking of Bob, I think it's time for the word according to Bob. And the title of let's do it. Yeah, I mean, you know who wants the title of... according to Bob? <laughs> and, and he loves Stretch Man does. Yeah, Stretch loves the word according to Bob. Let's hear it. But let me give a little introduction to this first. It's called it's called Are You Married to Your Job? Bingo. And um the messages that you hear in the Word According to Bob segment are it, part of the message that's in the book, The Word According to Bob. So without any further ado, Bruce, hit it. One day, I was sitting on a beach in San Juan, Puerto Rico, and I noticed a couple holding hands and walking along the shoreline. They looked so peaceful, like an advertisement for an island getaway. And then it happened. His cell phone went off. The woman gave him a look as if to say, go ahead, I dare you. I couldn't believe it. The idiot took the dare. Not only did he answer the phone, but he let go of her hand and walked away and talked for 10 minutes. The woman just shook her head in disgust, walked over to their beach setup, which was maybe just a 20 feet from mine, and she sat down. By now, the couple looked like prime candidates for the Dr. Phil show. Now, he walked over to her and he tried to explain, but what I heard in my head was the catchphrase that boxing fans know so well. Let's get ready to rumble. Ding, ding, the woman came out swinging. How could you, she said. I can't believe you brought your phone with you, but you had the nerve to answer it again. Now, what the guy should have done was just listen to what she had to say, but of course he didn't. Hey, he jabbed in his defense, if it wasn't for my business, we wouldn't be on this vacation. The woman rebounded with a couple of blows. Really? You call this a vacation? This is our anniversary for crying out loud. We've been here for three days so far and you can't stay away from your cell phone. And just so you know, I have a job too with a lot of responsibilities, but I know when to put it aside. You, you bring your job with you everywhere you go. It's like you're addicted. She picked up her stuff in a huff and she started to walk, took a couple of steps towards the hotel. Then she stopped. She turned and delivered the final blow. You know, We used to be married to each other, she said. Now, you're married to your job. Does this story come as a surprise? I mean, let's face it. We're living in a world that's moving at an incredible pace. 
and it's easy to get lost with misplaced feelings and values. I know far too many people today who were so caught up in trying to make a living that they've forgotten what it's like to live. We've adopted the illusion that money, power, and fame can fill the emptiness and make us feel complete. Now, don't get me wrong because I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with these things, not at all. It's the obsession with them that really makes them dangerous. What am I getting at? I'll tell you. Maybe it would be wise for us to come to the realization that sometimes what we think we want in life may not necessarily be what we need in order to lead a truly successful, happy life. Maybe, just maybe, we're leaving out important personal factors from the equation of what truly completes us as individuals. Maybe it's just a simple matter of occasionally taking a sacred time out to nourish our souls. Maybe it's just a matter of making a slight shift, finding your balance and choosing a better way. Or maybe there are just too many maybes in this story. And that's the word, according to Bob. Love it. Love it. When I was doing stand-up, I had this calling, as you know, to do something else, to be a motivational speaker. And I was petrified because I was very successful as a comedian. I, I, the entertainment industry was interested in me and all that. And I just, I had to make this shift. And I, it took me years. I yeah. kept asking myself questions. How can I do it? Because I knew nothing about it. What do I need to do? And as I was doing my stand-up all around the country and doing my thing, I was investigating on this other part of myself that was saying, this is what you need to be doing. And it took yeah. years to do it. I finally made the shift. But it came from constantly asking myself questions, knowing that at some point, somehow, some way, yeah. the answer will reveal itself. And the answer can come from something you're watching on TV, a billboard as you're driving, a bumper sticker on the back of somebody's car, a conversation that you hear. Life really is too short. It, it yeah. really is. And, and um, your whole entire life, and I'm not trying to scare anybody here. But your whole entire life is based on the choices that you make. Yeah. And for every single choice that you make, whether it's made consciously or unconsciously, there is always a consequence. And I say that because most choices that we make are made unconsciously. As a matter of fact, where you folks are at this point in your life, I don't know where you are or what it is that a lot of you do, but where you are at this point in your life is based on choices that you made at some point in the past. Those choices are the key factors that determine the quality of life that you have right now. If you can don't, I, can, if I, I want to, I want to like be rude here and interrupt because you're, li- you're a little older than me and wa- way wiser than me. How many, how many people's lives are defined by the choices they don't make? Right, but that's a choice too. Well, good point. See, yeah, See that's, that's why you're wise. wise. That's why you're wise. That's why you're wise. I think sometimes the hardest part about us looking at what we do and saying, I want to go do something else is to maybe internally admit we failed even though that's how we learn we learn from failure as i've gotten older i'm i i don't want to say i love to fail but i'm okay if i failed if i didn't get the business well why didn't i what happened what did i do how could we be better well that's it those are the questions if you fail you really and if you learn from it you didn't fail because that's why we're here on this planet we're here to experience to learn to grow and to become the person we're meant to become and how you experience all the things that happen to your life the things that you label as good or bad, right or wrong, fair or unfair, will determine what you learn. That continued learning would lead to your growth, 
that growth leads to who and what you become. And our job is to become the best person that we can possibly be. And it's yeah. okay to make a mistake. I, I tell, I used to tell, I told my son since he was a little kid, I tell my grandkids, there's no mistakes. They're called do-overs. Yeah. They're mistakes if you don't do it over. They're mistakes yeah. if you don't learn anything from it. Tell your friends, tell your family. It's a fun learning experience and we'll be creating new stuff for the show. Take care, everyone. I wish you all the very, very best.